is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Welcome, race fans, to the Hammer Down Racing Report for Thursday, October 13th, show number 252. Wow, where's the time gone, Scott? Just keeps on ticking, ticking, ticking into the future. Coming at you live from the Ron Miller Race Cars Hammer Down Racing Report studio. Uh, live on YouTube, Twitter, and Facebook. Uh, update on our uh, podcast numbers. Yeah. Number, back up to number 141 uh, on Apple Podcasts in Australia. All right. Under the leisure automotive category. So. All right. Remember last week I said we Australia bumped up ahead of India. India was second yeah, yeah. as far as the most listeners. Right, right. So now Australia is back up there in second. All right. It's like a race. I'm surprised, though. Canada's like down there below Australia and India. We're going to have to have a talk with some of our Canadian know. friends. I guess. <clears throat> or maybe we'll have to have some more Canadians on. I think Amber Balkan was probably the last Canadian we had on. Yeah. Uh, anywho, tonight on the uh, show, we'll uh, be speaking to the uh, Saturday night uh, Jim and Joanne Classic winner at uh, Fremont, Cole Duncan. Corey McCoy is going to join us a little bit later on as well with the latest in the, the Stocktober showdown coming up uh, tomorrow night at Fremont Speedway. That thing has kind of taken on a life of its own. Oh, it has. It's it's going to be huge, Scott. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. So uh, we'll, uh, we'll get the latest on that because it, it's changed. We it's had him on about changing. a month ago, and right. it has grown significantly like an alien in your belly that's about to burst out. Okay, Scott. Uh, Dominator Race Products <laughs> will be at the Ionia Fairgrounds uh, Race Car Swap Meet on Sunday. That's this Sunday, October 16th, for a blowout sale. Check them out for hood scoops, fan shrouds, nose and tail pieces, pillar and sail panels, roofs, wheel covers, and much more. Uh, check out DominatorRaceProducts.com or give them a call, 419-923-6970. And if you can't make it out there, you can always uh, check them out there at the website, call them, or uh, get them from a... Uh, uh, Reputable dealers across uh, the USA. Including? Ron Miller Race Cars. Thank you. Oakshade Raceway, where the fastest meet to race. Uh, follow them on social media or visit oakshaderaceway.com. Swap meet for Oakshade Raceway is coming up tomorrow. And there's been tomorrow. an up. I'm sorry. I'm thinking today's Friday. I'm already excited about the race thing. Uh, coming up Saturday. If you... you're listening to us on Friday, it's tomorrow. But Yeah. yeah. If... Coming up Saturday. If it's tomorrow, you're late. Buddy. I am late, yeah. Oops. You're right, I am. No, I still got a little bit of time to get there, about a half hour. So, anyways, a $5 spot fee as opposed to a $10, as we had previously reported, that right. has gone down. And I think she was saying it's like if you have a truck and you pull in, it's 5 bucks. If you take anything out of your truck that's for sale, it's 5 bucks. There you go. But 5 bucks. Yeah. Ooh. Um, and the uh, awards banquet's coming up on December 3rd, and there was a development there. Usually at the uh, swap meet, they announced the winner of the chassis. It's not a chassis. They, they do the drawing. Yeah. So um, what, what is the, well, the drawing isn't happening at the swap meet this year. That's been for, pushed back. For any of the classes. That's going to be. All of the classes, the drawing for perfect attendance will be at the banquet. So make sure you get your banquet tickets, folks. Um, yeah. The, uh, the uh, super stock winner this year does does not get a chassis. Um, they they've just changed hands too many times, so 
This year, the uh, winner will get a $1,000 gift certificate from Ron Miller Race Cars, good for goods or services provided by Ron Miller Race Cars. All right. And again, those drawings uh, for the perfect defense will be on December 3rd at the bank. Correct. Contact Freeze Frame Photos for all your racing photo needs from Action Shots to Victory Lane. Uh, check them out. Also, I almost said tomorrow again. They'll be at the swap meet on Saturday at Oakshade Raceway, the 15th of October. Also, Sweetest Day, I think it is. Really? Yeah, I just found that out today. I hate that, Hallmark. Somebody reminded you? No, it was on the news or something. Oh, okay. Somebody was saying, oh, what else are you going to do but buy chocolates? Like, um, not buy chocolates? Uh, now is the time. Maybe buy something from uh, uh, Freeze Frame Photos. Because now is the, uh, a great time to order custom gift items, such as uh, custom calendars and all kinds of other cool things they have. Uh, but now is the right time to do that for your sponsors. If you're a racer, you got some sponsors that helped you out this year. Maybe you want to show your appreciation. Give Charlie a call. As well you should. Yeah. <laughs> sponsors are really hard to find these days. <clears throat> That's true. 419-476-9978. If you can think of it, they can do it. Free train photos, special moments, frozen in time. Also, thanks to Big D's Pizza, we'll be giving away uh, some Big D's here with how many in a little bit. And uh, around Miller Race Cars, Headhunters, Barber Studio, and Salon. I went and saw them yesterday, as a matter of fact. Got my hair cut down there in Perrysburg. So, um, How about we give uh, our first guest a call? Why don't we do that? Uh, I think we will do that as soon as I find where he went here. As, as soon phone. as we find someone with the technology. I got the technology. I just have to hit the right buttons. Oh, okay. It's all about the buttons. Cole Duncan, uh, also the champion at Atomic Speedway this year. Hello. Cole, it's uh, Scott Hammer and uh, Ron Miller from Hammer Down Racing Report. How's it going? Good. How are you guys? Wonderful. Good. We talked to you, uh, I think it was Oct- or August of uh, last year. And uh, yep. finished up this season. You, you got the uh, the title there at Atomic. Congratulations on that. Uh, what was it? Four wins. One of them was a, an all-star show. Yeah, we're actually uh, not done at Atomic. There's uh, two more races, I think, still on the schedule. Are there? I did not even yeah. realize that. Well, you almost have the title. Well, then I've, I've awarded it too early for you then. <laughs> You get you got a pretty good points lead at least uh, then if there's two races left. Yeah, I think so. I think if we show up and and make the feature the next one, we're in. so. Are you pretty confident in the, in that title? Uh, I we should if we do our job for at least one night and, and run well, uh, we should, we should have that pretty well locked up. I think. Awesome. Was that uh, one of your goals at the beginning of the season to uh, to get the Atomic champ- Championship? Um, not necessarily. We we really don't like to race for points anywhere. <laughs> um, but the way the schedule played out, uh, we really didn't have to conflict. But maybe one or two races at the end of the year that you know we might have done something else, but went to Atomic instead. Um, so, you know, like sharing out one race and four crown or something, which you know, as it turned out, as the year went on, you know, our good motor was getting wore out, you know, to the point where you really wouldn't probably want to take it to a place like Eldora or go run with the outlaws. So it just it happened to work out. And, uh, you know, Charlie, the promoter there at Atomic, had a pretty decent points fund this year. So it made sense at that point to just go ahead and, and try and win or lock up that championship. Gotcha. So just one more trophy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, always always good to add another. 
So what uh, what goals did you uh, set out for yourself at the beginning of this year, or did you even have any? Uh, I mean, yeah, you always try and set out goals. Um, you know, we we wanted to win a few more races. Our, our, our best year, I think, was two years ago. We had won 10 races, but, um, you know, none of them were all-star races. And then last year, we were fortunate enough to win a couple all-star races. And, and you always have that goal um, just from a competition level. And we were fortunate enough to, to win one all-star race in our car, and then I was able to pick up another one there at the June Ford, which was pretty cool. Yeah, how how did that uh, that come about? Uh, getting the ride in the same McGee Motorsports uh, number eleven. Uh, actually, the McGees and and my family go way back to Quarterman days. Hmm. Um, Max, who is is Mike's oldest son, uh, was a little bit younger than me, so we never really ran the same classes in quarter midgets, But they were all you know we we're always on the same tracks and ran the same car manufacturers and stuff like that. And then Sammy was kind of just getting into corner midgets uh, when I was getting out. So we've known the McGee's a long time. And uh, they, you know, with, with partners injury, obviously they were trying to fill their schedule and, and fulfill the all-star schedule towards the end of the year. And, um, you know, they seemed like they were picking some of the best guys for the places they went. And uh, it was a uh, pretty big honor to get a call from them to run Fremont. You know, I know they pretty sure they want to speed week race at Fremont with Parker this year. And, um, you know, I, I enjoy Fremont. So it was pretty cool to get a call from them and, and ask if I wanted to close out the all-star season for them. <laughs> pretty big honor there. Uh, were you going to run uh, your own car had, had that call not happened? Yeah, that was the plan. Um, that, that was the plan all along. And then Atomic had scheduled a race kind of after I, they had rescheduled race, I should say, after I committed to run the Bees car, um, which ended up getting rained out. But, uh, yeah, it worked out for me, and, and it was going to make the points championship there at Atomic a little tighter going into the last race or two there. So that all worked out um, pretty well for me, but I was committed to, to the McGee's at that point. And everybody, you know, pretty much all the, the Ohio cars, want to run the Jim Ford Classic. I mean, Jim Ford played a huge role in sprint car racing in Ohio, you know, for I don't know how many decades, but, uh, you know, so that's always an honor to run a race in in his honor and and to be able to win it is just over the top, really. So uh, a track condition seemed to be a big topic of discussion, at least uh, Saturday night. Um, how did you feel the track conditions were and, uh, what did they work out? Uh, were they favorable for you in the car? Uh, yeah, I mean, Friday night I thought was exceptional. You know, it got, it got really shiny slick, which was how Jim Ford always kept the track, honestly. So, um, I, I thought it made for really good, great racing Friday night. And then Saturday, you know, they battled. It was sunnier Saturday. It was cool temperatures, but it was sunny all day. And they had probably 15, 20 mile an hour wind gusts all day. So they mm-hmm. they battled hard on Saturday to keep water on the track. Um, they maybe didn't dig it up as much as they could have or as much as they did Friday. But, um, you know, the racing was good until probably 10 laps into the feature. It started to lay rubber a little bit. And then obviously you want to be out front when it does that. So, 
Um, we put ourselves in a really good position and, and raced and qualified well when we had to qualify well to get ourselves in the position. And then we were lucky, lucky enough to draw the front row in the dash and, and made things happen in the dash to be able to stay on the front row. And, and yeah, that was probably a determining factor in the race. But, um, you know, it, it wasn't from a lack of effort. I mean, those two-day shows are hard. It's always slicker the second day than the first day. And, and you know, those guys, they were out there working on track. It just it didn't work out for them in the end, you know, as far as laying rubber and taking tires off. But I'm not even so sure that that's so much a track thing now as much as, uh, you know, I, I think the tires have changed maybe a little bit. And because at the beginning of the year, almost everywhere we went was laying rubber. And you know, guys were prepping the tracks just like they did last year. So it's a learning curve for everybody. But, I mean, it was obviously favorable for us. And, you know, we hate to see it do that at the end of the race. But sometimes it happens. Cole, I was uh, I, I I couldn't make it to the race, but I did see uh, the replay of it. It looked to me like you were doing a lot to save that right rear tire. You must have known uh, that it was going to be hard. Yeah, it it started to get um, kind of abrasive in the dash. So any time you know, and that comes with experience. But any time, even under caution, really, if you can stay out of abrasive part of the track and kind of cool your tire off and, you know, do whatever you got to do to, to keep it out of any abrasion whatsoever. Um, it, it plays a big role at the end of the race. So I was definitely, um, pretty conscious about how much tire I had left. And you can normally when these things get pretty wore out, you almost pick up a sort of a vibration. Um, I don't know if it comes from the tire being out, out of balance or what, but, I was a little nervous on that, that last restart. I felt a little bit of vibration, you know, right before the last restart under the last green flag lap. So I was a little concerned about that. But at the same time, when you're, when you're leading a race like that, I think you feel every, every vibration, even if it's, you know, phantom vibration. Cole, just, uh, just an FYI for some of our listeners that they're, they're wondering why, uh, you would worry about tire wear on a caution. Sprint cars run a lot of stagger, a lot of circumferal difference on the back of the car. So you've got one tire trying to go a whole lot faster than the other. So there, there's going to be tire wear even on a caution. Right. Yeah. I mean, not only that, but when, when there's a lane or, you know, lane and a half that starts to take rubber, you know, just like you said, it's kind of a combination of stuff as you're, you know, it's a full locked axle. It's a solid axle rear end. So, exactly. um, you know, the right rear that you've got 10, 11, 12 inches of stagger, whatever somebody puts on for the feature, uh, you know, the, the left, it's scrubbing one tire or the other or both at some point, even under caution. So, um, I mean, you, you can see that if you watch closely under caution in any track conditions we almost have to turn to the right to keep the car going straight. And, uh, you know, the casual fan probably doesn't quite understand that. You know, almost every car in the world that's driving down the road has differentials and stuff like that. So um, it's not the same thing as, as what we have uh, to try and make our cars go as fast as they can around, you know, a dirt oval. But, yeah, you're definitely scrubbing 
tires, no matter what the track conditions are. But when it gets abrasive like that, and you're under caution, and you're in the abrasive lead, it, it still tries to take off the tire. So uh, Friday night, uh, you didn't do as well, and I, I think you had some bad luck with the draw. Yeah, um, we actually, Sammy and Kevin and Jim Bob that, that work on the 11 car gave me a great race car. And we had, you know, we got into the dash, and that's the main goal is to get yourself in position and just drew the last the last slot in the dash, which is, it's hard to overcome when the competition's that even at those races. Um, by the end of the race, I thought we were probably the best car on the racetrack. And we were, you know, the last 10 laps, I think we passed three or four cars. So um, it definitely, yeah, we, we wanted to run a few spots better, obviously. But uh, it was definitely a confidence booster going into Saturday, knowing that we could come feature time, we could have potentially the same really, really good race car. Wasn't there a bonus on Saturday for any Fremont winner that uh, was in the top five or ten in ten points? points? I think it was. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. Uh, I think Rich Farmer put that up. That, that was what I remember. Points. So, yeah, that was really cool, Rich. Um, unfortunately, we didn't run enough races there to be in the top ten in points because that would have been pretty cool. But uh, no, that very, very cool gesture by Rich, and uh, I. I'm going to assume Philo probably was in the top 10 points. So, you know, I hate to hate to keep somebody from winning an extra five grand, but <laughs> it, it probably meant that it was going to be six or seven less to run second. So I don't feel that bad. So uh, this year, you uh, when we talked to you last year, you, you kind of you got family commitments. So, so you don't run, in, like you said at the beginning of this, where, you know, you try not to run for points, but you kind of pick and choose where you go. Um, this season, what? Uh, how many tracks have you gotten to uh, to race at? Honestly, we didn't race as much this year. Um, probably as probably as little as we raced since you know I started. But um, I mean, we hit about everything in, in Ohio, and we hit I think five different tracks during Speed Week, and made our way into Pennsylvania and Lernerville once or twice, I think. Um, I, I can't even remember what all we've ran, but we, we stayed a little closer to home. You know, obviously the cost of everything's up, diesel fuel's up, mm. tire prices are up, you know, engine components are up. So we, we tried to be really smart about it. I mean, we pride ourselves on, you know, probably the last four, five, six years, for sure our car has been able to pay for itself and, and keep it going up and down the road. And that's kind of our ultimate goal. Um, when we set out at the beginning of the year, and, and I guess more than a goal, a necessity. <laughs> <laughs> I understand. You know? So, so um, I think we got 30, 31 races maybe in our own car, and uh, you know, we'd like to be in the, the 50, 55 range, but it just wasn't in the cards this year. So, um, still happy we were able to get, I think, five wins in our own car so far. Hopefully, we can get one or two more in a time. That's what I was going to ask. Uh, other than the the two uh, shows at Atomic, uh, anything else uh, you have planned uh, for this before the end of the year? No, um, definitely not the twenty two car. You know, like I said, our, our best motors um, kind of at the end of its cycle want to you know need to rebuild. So uh, unfortunately, the World Finals doesn't make sense, and that's 
that's one of my favorite races that I haven't got to run in a year or two. So, um, would like to do that, but, you know, again, going back to the necessity of this thing needs to keep itself going, it's just probably not in the cards for us this year. So if there's a good car owner out there looking for a really great driver, you're, you would put your hand up? I, I would be open to offers. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Have, had uh, Sam McGee has had, was there any talks about any other uh, races for you in in that eleven car? No, um, I mean for now that was kind of a one time deal, and and like I said, a deal where I was filling in for Parker you know, after his injury in Knoxville. So I think they said they were done at the end of the All Star Tour, you know, which is what they set out to do was was compete all in all the All Star races and run for points on that. Um, so I believe they're done for the year. Um, so I'm not sure, you know, what their plans are next year. As far as I know, you know, Parker's still in that car and definitely, you know, that's his ride. I'm not the, I'm not the kind to try and persuade a car owner away from a driver they already have. So, um, if they call, that would be awesome. But if they don't, I completely understand. Uh, have you uh, given any thoughts uh, about next season? Uh, no, not really. I mean, other than, you know, we're going to prepare our, our 22 car, um, best we can over the winter and, and we'll run hopefully as many, hopefully more races than we did this year. And you'll get um, the, the motor refreshed. Yep. Yep. <laughs> we'll get, as soon as, as soon as the last race is over, that'll, that'll go to Dressman's and we'll get a rebuild done on it. You know, we're kind of waiting on a couple sponsors we're hoping to gain for next year so um we'll work on that that angle during the off season rebuild cars rebuild motors and and just go at it again <laughs> dean henry says the uh lane racing uh, seat is still open oh yeah there you go yeah <laughs> uh, i'd be more than happy if those guys reached out depending you know i it's hard for me to, to commit. It depends on what the car wants to do. You know, mm-hmm. if they want to run the whole all-star deal as much as I'd love to do that, you know, I, I do work full time. My wife works full time and, and we also have a kid on the way. So congratulations. Um, it, yeah. Thank you. Uh, it would be, it'd be hard for me to get away to do the whole all-star deal. You know, it definitely have to be the right situation. I'm, my boss is pretty lenient when I say I want to go racing. I can give them pretty short notice, but that's a that's a tough schedule, man. I mean, they ran I think fifty two races this year, and I'm sure they had close to sixty or more scheduled. And for a full time worker, you know, it's hard to get the vacation to go do every All Star race. Yeah, I can imagine. That's a big commitment. Right. Correct. So, uh, what what when's your next race? Uh, you got two more at a time. Like what are, what days are those happening is that this weekend uh we are off this weekend and then their last two scooter races are the 22nd the 29th well, i hope it warms up <laughs> yeah <laughs> at least not rain i, I yeah. can deal with the cold okay but rain kind of throws a throws a wrench in the plant just a little bit it was uh pretty chilly last weekend at fremont wasn't it it was very, very chilly. Get that wind <laughs> off the lake up there. And yeah. It's close to miserable, honestly. <laughs> you stay down in the southern part of Ohio, or it's a little bit warmer then. 
yeah, we stayed five or ten degrees warmer down here, I think. Nice. Awesome. Well, uh, we appreciate the time. Any uh, sponsors you want to plug uh, before we let you go here? Uh, yeah, you know, our Ohio Heating, um, Helms Construction, Motor City, Comed, Scott Craftsman, Wolf Composites, uh, Matt Hummel at Factory Kane. Uh, you know, Jeff Karcher is a, a team member of ours and it's somebody that helps us out. So just a lot of really great people that, that it takes all of them to keep these things going and, and we appreciate every one of them. Awesome. Well, good luck. Uh, on that championship, not that you need it, but uh, good luck anyways, and uh, we appreciate the time. All right, I, I appreciate you having me on, guys. Thank you. Good luck on your championship. Thank you. All right, we'll see you. All right, thanks, guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bye. There you go, Cole Duncan, the uh, winner of uh, Saturday's Jim and Joe and Ford Classic All-Star race there, uh, also – on his way to uh, become the uh, 410 champion there at Atomic Speedway as well. So, cool. And, and he didn't run as many races as he wanted. No. I, I can relate. Well, well, yeah. <laughs> Different reasons, though, but, yeah, it happens. Uh, we got Corey McCoy coming up here in just a, a bit with the, the latest on the Stocktober showdown at uh, Fremont. I think that's what we're calling it now. Uh, before that, uh, a little bit of a racing roundup, some uh, – Racing action this past weekend, uh, as we mentioned, Fremont Speedway, uh, the Jim Joanne uh, Ford Classic. Friday night, Tyler Courtney picking up that all-star win. It was his uh, first ever Fremont win. Did not uh, realize that. Also uh, locked in the uh, all-star championship uh, on Friday night there with that win. So congratulations to him. Jimmy Miller won the uh, dirt truck uh, feature number one, his sixth win of the season. Jeff Babcock won uh, dirt truck feature number two, and uh, Go ahead. I know you want to say something about that, don't you? wasn't wasn't he wasn't him and Gumby battling and they, Gumby yeah, stopped? Yeah, I, I guess uh, uh, according to uh, according to Davey, the uh, character in the track got the best of the right front shock. Oh, and, that's uh, right. And he, oh, and correct. Congratulations to him. I hear he's going. Yeah, to be, he's uh, going to be a daddy uh, and a papa. Grand, granddaughter Stephanie is going to be a, a to mommy you. next May. Yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. So another uh, racer in the family. That would be great grandkid number seven by next May. Yeah. Woo. Right. Saturday night at uh, Fremont Speedway, Cole Duncan, uh, we just spoke to, uh, picked up the win uh, in the 410. Uh, Paul Weaver won uh, 305 feature number one, and Dustin Stroop won the second 305 feature. My Pillar Motor Speedway on Saturday, Dylan Woodling uh, picked up the win in the Modifieds. I was talking to Craig Dipman. He was... Uh, I guess leading early, got passed by Woodling, and then was back up battling and was going to pass him. He was going to do it, but then something broke. So uh, actually it was his, uh, one of the splines. One of the drive flanges yeah. on the rear end. Yeah. He showed me that. It was completely smooth. smooth. <laughs> um, uh, Travis Nichols won the street stock feature. Landon Arcaro was the winner in the Hornets. Lee Hobbs. Uh, Super Stocks and Brights Massengill in the uh, Midwest Thunder Midgets. Toledo Speedway. Saturday, uh, the finale there for the Arkham Menard series. Uh, before that, though, the factory stocks ran, and Brian Ringer picked up the uh, victory there. Randy Padgett Jr. picked up the championship in the factory stock class. Um, Jim Froling won the late model sportsman feature and also locked in the uh, championship there in that class. And then Sammy Smith picked up the Arkham Menard's uh, Shore Lunch 200 
Uh, and Nick Sanchez, our guest last week, uh, locked in the uh, ARCA championship. Um, yeah. yeah well, if, he, if he couldn't win, at least he got the championship. Yeah. Uh, the uh, the other guy uh, he was uh, battling with for the championship there. I don't remember. can't remember his name now. Yeah. Um, he had uh, something broke, and they couldn't fix it. So that kind of took so, him out. Somebody will help us. Yeah. Help me out there. Uh, and while we do that, uh, this is uh, what happened after the race because Sammy Smith did not uh, win that without a little drama. It was a pretty exciting finish with uh, two laps to go, three wide for the finish. This is what happened. Check it out. Two to go into turn one. The white car is Jesse Love on the inside. Grand Fingers trying to race him, and the 18 of Sammy Smith nudged the number 20 rear bumper of Jesse Love, and Jesse was not happy with that move that Sammy Smith put on him. So Sammy Smith had been doing burnouts, winning the race. Jesse Love goes over to the window net. He actually takes the window net down. Wow. Has to get pulled back. This is crazy. This was. He looks like he's throwing a tantrum. Have at it, boys. <laughs> yeah. Volume two. Pretty cool, though, the, the finale being at, at uh, Toledo Speedway and it was having, uh, having a little like, excitement from, there. From all reports, it was a good show, Scott. It wasn't too bad. Uh, World of Outlaw NAS Energy Drink Sprint Car Action. Anthony Macri won both Friday and Saturday uh, in the Nittany Showdown at Port Royal Speedway. In the uh, Lucas Oil Dirt Late Model Series, Tim McCready picked up the win Saturday at the Talladega Short Track. NASCAR Action. Uh, Sunday, Christopher Bell picked up. I stopped watching that, and I was pretty surprised to see Christopher Bell won because he was, like, way back there. He needed a win to uh, move into the final, uh, the round of eight. Um, and I guess there was uh, a little bit of controversy, which uh, I got down in my racing news here we'll yeah. talk about with a uh, Stuart Haas driver. The uh, final eight uh, that are still alive for the championship, moving on into the next round here is Chase Elliott, Joey Logano, Ross Chastain, uh, Christopher Bell, William Byron, Ryan Blaney, Denny Hamlin, and Chase Briscoe. And I believe it was Kyle Larson that missed out by two points or something. Two so, points, yeah. So your defending champion is not in the running anymore. And, and his crew chief was yelling where, where he had to finish in his headset all day. Really? Yeah. I did not know that. That would be distracting. Like, shut up, dude. Uh, Xfinity Series on Saturday. In the drive for the Cure 250 on the Charlotte Road Course, A.J. Allmendinger, he's been, what's that? That's his uh, fourth consecutive win. Yeah. And he's going to be moving up back to the Cup Series back next up. year, so he's definitely earning it. Uh, final eight uh, for the Xfinity Series, still alive for the uh, Xfinity Championship. Allmendinger, Ty Gibbs, Noah Gragson, Austin Hill, Justin Allgaier, uh, Sam Mayer, Josh Berry, and Brandon Jones. And in other, new, or other uh, notes here, Dale McDowell collected the $22,022 Castrol Flow Racing Night in America win at uh, Tri-County on, uh, yes, at Tri-County. Tri that was uh, Thursday, last Thursday. Okay. Jimmy Owens won at 411 Speedway the on, on Tuesday night. Okay. That, as I was confused, I forgot we went back to last week there. So, uh, And uh, that's it for uh, the racing roundup for this, uh, this week. Uh, make sure to uh, give Big D's a call. Right now, 419-547-1444, Big D's Pizza, Subs, Ribs, Chicken, and more in Clyde. Order online at orderbigdspizza.com. Make sure to follow Big D's on Facebook for all kinds of special offers and the latest menu items. I saw the Pizza Logs, uh, new menu item. Yeah. Looked pretty interesting. 
Um, they Anything also, they've got is they pretty have, interesting. They have Scott. a lot of interesting. They had the special uh, again, uh, the ten jumbo uh, chicken wings for eight ninety nine. Uh, now through uh, Sunday, Big D's in Clyde, big on taste, not on price. And uh, they start their winter hours next week, so they're oh, open no. till ten o'clock uh, all through the week at eleven o'clock Saturday, Fridays and Saturdays. All right, there you go. And round the race cars. Who helped out with the uh, Whiteford Fest- Fall Festival on Saturday? What a great day that was, There's Scott. a lot of cars Boy. out there. In a lot the car of cars, show. a lot of people. It, it was totally family-friendly. It, it was so much more than a car show. Uh, there, there was something for everybody. Uh, I, I've had uh, car show folks stopping by my place this week saying that you know, they came just to check out the cars and wound up spending three or four hours just cruising around. Uh, Life Flight was there. They uh, they landed the helicopter. Uh, Monroe County Sheriff was there with both their canine patrol and their uh, mounted unit. Anybody uh, win the uh, chicken poo bingo? Yeah, thing? there were four rounds of chicken Ch- poo bingo. Chickens hit. Ch- chicken poo bingo. That's where we're going. Chickens hit bingo. Chickens hit. Yep. Because yeah, if it's spelled out, it looks a little different. Yeah, it depends on where you put the S, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, it was a great day. A uh, little breezy, a little cool, but uh, spectacular turnout. we got to do that on a different day next year. We will. It's going to be October 7th instead of October right, that, 8th. That's a little better. How about we bring uh, Corey McCoy in here? He's going to join us with uh, with video here. I thought we were going to do a call, but there he is. You decided you decided to uh, show your face there. Yeah, the uh, what do you the got? Poker stuff. chips there. Uh, <laughs> I'm using it to hold my phone oh. up. <laughs> <laughs> so you're in the middle of a game or something. Got aces down, dude. Like uh, I think I'm gonna bluff him. <laughs> so th- we had you on about a month ago, uh, kind of when this was all. Just starting and out. And you were bouncing an idea off yeah. of us. And this was uh, originally just going to be a dirt truck show on a Friday night, uh, part of a little festival going on at at, Fremont, or at the uh, the fairgrounds there. Uh, and this is kind of blown up into uh, something a little bit different. The payouts over is, uh, what, twelve fifty now? At twelve fifty to win on the base, but there's it's definitely going to be more than that for whoever wins it. So, because there's... Uh, currently we're up over a little over $2,500 on bonus money alone. So, wow. So this yeah. is tomorrow night at, uh, at, I'm on the right day now, right? Yes. Tomorrow yeah. night, Friday tomorrow night. night. You got Fre- it. Fremont Speedway. Uh, let's talk about some of the, the things going on here. We're going to, there's going to be qualifying. Well, first uh, of all, yeah. even before we get to that, it's, uh, the dirt trucks versus the Oakshade Raceway. Oak. Super stocks. Super stocks. Dominator super stocks and the uh, and what I, I saw I saw factory stocks and Sandusky stocks. What is that true? Uh, actually, we're just gonna go with like it's trucks versus the world at this point. <laughs> That's what it seems like. like, dude, I'm getting phone calls from people like like if it was collect phone call days, like they they they'd be giving AT and T a lot of money. Let me tell you, like, it's there's a there's a lot going on, man. Like. Uh, yeah, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens tomorrow. I, I'm really curious to who pulls through the gate because there's a, there's a lot of buzz apparently. Now is Corey McCoy going to have a helmet on or is he just going to have his promoter's hat? 
uh, I will never race anything that I am helping with just because of the conflict of interest. So, you know, including uh, the go kart race, yeah, including Sunday. Like, okay. I, I yeah, I, I, d- I don't like even the stock appearing race earlier this season that we did over there at the Ottawa Lake Bullring. Like, I, I hired a guy to come in and drive my stuff just because. I didn't. If I'm running tech, like it's a little funny if I win and then I tech myself. Like, <laughs> I, I don't see uh, what the conflict of interest is there. You know, like no, I'm good. I promise. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, so Sandusky cars stocks have been invited. Yeah, yeah, okay. actually. Okay. Uh, uh, so uh, Gabriel Grisby, I believe that's how you say yes. her name. Factory stock. Yes, factory stock. Uh, I think she's 17. Yeah, right? yeah, she she was on our show couple of months ago yeah, she was here at the house about an hour and a half ago picking up tires man she's coming out dude like <laughs> that's pretty cool so now um, what's what's the tire rule for the pavement cars uh any dot which uh like complements the uh the factory stock situation there um because that's what they're on now and then any uh any towel city or h500 Okay, just so they, they would be on the same tire rule as so it's the, oak shade stock uh, the super rule. stocks. Yeah, so so I've I've been in some uh, very colorful conversations <laughs> uh, here recently with people that are four or six hours away that are telling me that I'm um, less than smart about this situation. So uh, because I'm not allowing them to run an open comp tire on a stock car. Uh, and but that's the different. equalizer with your with the rule package that we discussed. Sure, like uh, everybody wants their best foot forward, and um, you know, uh, so sometimes you just gotta you gotta slow somebody down so everybody else can play the same game. If that makes any sense. Gotcha. Yeah. So let let's talk a little bit about the the procedure. I guess uh, there's we're gonna do qualifying yeah yeah so they're so at fremont they they qualify in group okay um so like we'll just say just for round numbers uh that there's 10 cars in in heat one so they'll split that up into two groups as in uh heat one group one group two and then so group one will go out so there'll be five cars on the track you evenly space yourself out you go out you're on three laps um, that is also your qualifying time. So it's probably in your best interest to leave enough space in front of you so you don't run somebody over and screw your lap up. <laughs> um, and then through that, through that heat, and we'll, we'll say however many heats it is, uh, through that heat, you'll have your, your fastest, which will be P1 all the way to P10. Um, so then we invert four. So P1 will start four, P2 will start three, and then so on and so forth. For the heat race. And then it's straight up beyond the front four, correct? Yeah, yeah. So five, fifth, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. Well, fifth will be fifth, and then sixth and seventh, and so on. Gotcha. Um, gotcha. That's just so uh, it, it really cleaned it up. Like, we've been pushing for this for a couple of years now. There's some people that didn't like the qualifying stuff, but at the end of the year, if they were to look at how much stuff that they destroyed or didn't destroy, um, they, they, they should be thankful for it because it you, you don't have – um, a less experienced driver starting on the front front row, hoping to get a transfer spot, and then having like a, a Jamie Miller or Sean right behind them getting run over. So it it kind of it moves them back, and you're racing around people that are of similar speed. So let me let me ask you this: uh, 
will there be hot laps before the qualifying? Since there's going to be a lot of drivers there that don't have maybe the same uh, experience as the trucks. Well, um, unfortunately, procedure calls for uh, a three lap qualifying hot lap session, and okay. that might be about all the time that we have for stuff. So uh, that that's uh, that's advantage trucks at this point. It's weird how that works, man. Yeah, imagine that. <laughs> okay, but but so, there is a, there is an incentive for the top qualifier. There's an award for that. Yeah, so um, I'm not 100% sure how we're going to do it yet. Uh, I'll talk with Distal tomorrow. But um, how it's done with the, the sprint cars is, you know, your whenever they, they do like a, a dash of six or eight or something like that, um, that lines up the, the, front, the front of the feature um, where like your top six qualifiers that transferred go into uh, a dash to, to line up for the feature. Would that be the, uh, the, um, the helmet dash thing I was seeing? My phone's getting hot. Hold on. <laughs> I got to move this thing. All right. So, yeah. Um, yeah, the helmet dash, which is uh, put on by uh, Jimmy McCune and Abe's Auto Sales LLC. We got to thank them for uh, their contributions here because uh, he has uh, put up $350 for this. Woo. It's uh, $200 to winner. Uh, 50 bucks for second, third, and fourth, which is pretty nice. cool. Yeah. 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 Um, so yes. that's that's just made up by qualifying times. Uh, yeah. So to more than likely be the, <laughs> the the top four qualifiers that transfer. So if you're a top four qualifier, but you have some unfortunate situation, um, yeah, I don't I don't see that that happen. You didn't you didn't earn your position. So. More than likely, that will be how that works because that's how it works with the uh, the sprint cars and stuff like that. Okay. So, uh, what? Uh, there's a tough luck award. What? What's that, and who determines it? Uh, that'll be voted on by me. Um, <laughs> you got a lot of responsibility here. Yeah. If anybody knows tough luck, though, it's me. Oh, there so, you go. Yeah. Yeah. I've had a I've had a less than spectacular season, so you know, like uh. Like a guy leading or something and blows a tire or something, you know, whatever, whatever that may be. So what's what's you know, the award for that? That's fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Yeah. I think I'd rather not get that award then. Yeah, nobody wants that award, <laughs> but that that fifty bucks is uh, you know, you, you can mop your tears up with that, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. So, um, what about uh, times? Uh, gates open at four, racing at seven thirty. Any anything else uh, people should know? Yeah, uh, the driver's meeting will be at 5.30. Um, everybody needs to go through pre-race tech, um, which will be a little lighter. Um, I mean, I'm going to go through the cars. I'm not touching any of the trucks. Obviously, there's a conflict of interest there. Um, uh, the the uh, current tech guy is going to tech all the trucks. Uh, I'm, I'm pulling in another tech individual because I'm getting rumors of big car numbers. And I don't uh, – let's just say that there's 60 – there's 60 cars. If I spend one minute on every car. That's an hour. That's, that's an hour. I did that but, math. Yeah, quick. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, and math is not Scott's long suit. <laughs> so I, I don't I don't want to spend all day in tech. Like, But at the same time, I, I know that there's some people that uh, are less than uh, honest. So um, I will say that uh, post-race tech is going to be way more thorough. Like, 
there's jack stands. I brought two pair of jacks. Um, I've got uh, impact guns. I've got magnets. I've got grinders to, to grind your heads to make sure that you're not putting in metal infused paint. Like we're, we're going through them like post race. We're going to keep this as honest as possible because, you know, if, uh, if this goes well and uh, it's received well, um, these type of things can happen in the future. But if there's speculation and, you know, drama and uh, BS, then it's probably not going to go in the future. So we're going to uh, do our part to make sure that this stays on the up and up as much as possible. So now when you said 60 cars, you're cars. just talking cars. That doesn't include the trucks. Uh, we'll, we'll say 60 vehicles. Okay. Oh, okay. Like, is, that, is that what you're thinking? Uh... I, I'm going to be conservative and say that <laughs> we'll be happy with 30. Okay. Okay. But, uh, Scott, can I, you put Gene Steele's post up? Oh, yeah. Gene okay. uh, says he'll put up a hundred if you do an Australian, an Australian pursuit. pursuit. Oh, how do I run that with a? Yeah, how do you get to determine who's in it? Yeah, how do I run that with a dash? Yeah, like. Yeah. Well, like you have the, you have about twenty four hours to figure it out if uh, you, if you want to. Yeah, let me. Let me what did you say? Uh, she was yelling at me. I'm down in the basement. Um, <laughs> it said move close to the router, and that's where the router's at. So, oh. uh, let me. She's yelling. I don't know. Um, we'll get a yeah. hold of Gene, or I can get you in touch with Gene after. Uh... Yeah. Let's let's uh, talk about that after this happens. There so. you go. Sounds good. So uh, prices are pretty cheap too. General admission is uh, ten bucks for for fans, twenty dollars for pit passes. Uh, are there any separate entry entry fees for participants? For participants? No. No, that's oh. it. Um, actually, and they, uh, you know, after some conversations in the past couple of days, uh, anybody that's under 10 years old is also free uh, at the front gate. So, you know, which is not typical of a non-Fremont uh, Speedway. This is run by the Fair Board. So, okay. Okay. Uh, you know, Fair Board events are, you know, straight gate price. Like uh, like you go to the Derby or you go to the, uh, the, the Fair Race or something, it's like, eight bucks to get in at the fair or whatever it is and seven bucks over here at the the gate and it doesn't matter if you're two foot and two years old or you know it's just what it cost so how did the uh, fair board just give you pretty much free reign on this once uh, you came to them with your idea uh i won't say free reign but they've not told me no okay so um i've i've been uh extremely respectful um with with everything you know, I run everything past them first uh, to make sure that, you know, things are on a, uh, an even keel with uh, the way that they would like stuff to go. Um, but, you know, this is also my first time with a big car thing, so I can understand a little apprehensiveness as well. Jeff Kepling, to answer your question, the heat races are going to be lined up. Uh, according to qualifying time, fast cars on the front with a four-car inversion. So yes. top four inverted, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and your heats are going to be off a bingo draw. So, um, you know, you could have. As far uh, as not, which heat you're in? Correct. Got correct. It. Who you're racing against. That's all completely random. Mm. So. Can I rig that so that I'm with the slower guys? You can try. Uh, the girl up there, she really likes uh, Tootsie Rolls. So bring oh, okay. those. <laughs> Good. I don't like those. I'll find them. Get rid yeah. of. How, uh, how many laps uh, for the feature? Uh, feature is was 20 it's now 25 uh heat race length will be determined upon how many cars per heat so if 
if we get like like we'll just say 60 again um then you know it would it would be easier to run uh six heats of 10 and then we would then extend the heat race length to 10 laps instead of eight just gotcha. because you know car lap type situation gotcha uh transponders receivers uh yep receivers mandatory they have transponders for rent at the track if you don't have them they're five dollars a piece um to rent. Uh, you gotta to rent yes uh bring your driver's license though and then at the end of the day whenever you go get your check you uh um, turn in your transponder, get your driver's license back. Gotcha. But if you have your own, you can bring that and you're all good. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, tax forms are up at the pit tower. Um, the tech will also be at the pit tower, which is behind turn three. Uh, it'll just be to the uh, to the left of the tower itself, right if you're looking at it. Um, there'll be a little, like an easy up tent, and you'll see me running around with a straw hat on and uh, Bill Bruin with a ball cap on, like, so, so are, are you stressing out about this at all yet? Uh, I have no anxiety about this whatsoever. Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a little different than, than 13 go-karts going around Dave Gumby's uh, backyard track. You know what I mean? Like, like there's guys coming from five hours away, six hours away. So, you know, I, I want to make sure that everybody has a good time. Like, that's the, the, the main focus. Like, I hope that the, uh, that the, peop- the powers that be are also – uh, enjoy enjoy the race like that would be awesome as well so you know um, we'll see how the rest of this uh this goes so you know gene says good meds good meds yeah uh, uh whiskey and beer man <laughs> uh dan henny wants to know if uh tech's open as soon as we unload then uh yeah yeah so Absolutely. Like I will be at the, uh, I'm sorry, I keep getting text. Um, yeah, I'll, we'll be at the, the tech shed, if you will, like, uh, before the gates are open. So everything will be set up and ready to go then. Gotcha. And again, that's the Stocktober showdown, the dirt trucks versus the rest of the world, primarily the Oak shade super stocks, uh, gates open to four, Racing at 7.30, Fremont Speedway, tomorrow night, Friday the 14th. Yeah, so just uh, if you got a stock car and you want to come out, just consult the Oakshade rulebook. Um, it's it's pretty straightforward. Like, yeah, everybody has their own, like, like versions of stuff. But, like, if if it says no bird cages and you have a bird cage on your rear end, like, that's not legal. You know, I'm not your uncle's friend's dad that works wherever, like, not not him. It says no bird cages. If it says no aluminum calipers, you, you should probably not have aluminum calipers on that thing. So, you know, where the trucks are allowed aluminum calipers on the rear end only, not on the front end, just the rear end. So, you know, just make sure that you, you show up with a legal piece. You know, I don't I don't want to get to the point to where I'm disqualifying a guy and taking all of his money away, like all of it. Like there's there's not going to be a you know, you get travel money. There's, oh, you know, I led lap seven or lap, I'm sorry, lap eight or lap three, and I get a bonus $100. No, you did it illegally. You don't get anything. You get to go to your trailer, load it up, and go home. Like, we're not we're not playing. So if anybody has any questions, can they get a hold of you before the event? Absolutely. Nope. Yep. <laughs> yep. Especially especially the, the cars because, you know, there's there's been a lot of 
different weird questions that I've had in the past month or so. <laughs> like, can I bring my front wheel drive to come race with your cars? Uh, no, 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 you can't. Uh, you know, it just it doesn't fit in the rule set. So just consult Oakshade's rule set. And I'm going to read it word for word. And, and I can show you where your stuff's not legal. And, you know, it's like that. You know, we, we, we're going to climb under them. We're going to, you know, if, if you have aluminum heads on your stuff, you should probably finish 12. I'll just, you don't, don't try to take the money because it will be found. So, Corey, one of our listeners wants to know if it's going to be streamed. I know that the, on the cushion uh, streams your normal Saturdays. Is, is this one going to be streamed? Do you know? I, I, I honestly don't know. Um, and, and to be truthful and honest, I doubt it only because this is just a stock car race. But um, that that Not might lead just to things a stock we, car race. This is going to be the stock car race to end all. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, I, one would hope. Honestly, uh, again, this is the the first since Millstream. Like, you know, I, I've tried this over at Oakshade. I've tried to do that. I've tried to do this down in Waynesfield. I've tried to do it at Lima Land, and they they just they're not receptive. And I've tried it here now for five years at Fremont. Well, now, Oakshade did a, uh, a sportsman versus uh, UMP a mod race a couple of weeks ago. So maybe that opened the door for something like this to happen next year. I really hope so. You know, I, I talked with Denton earlier uh, yesterday, I think it was about this. And, you know, that's, uh, you know, uh, two divisions at one track isn't a bad idea, you know, to, to split some stuff up because there's going to be some downtime. So I don't want to go straight from uh, heat races to B mains or whatever like that. I, we need to have 20 minutes. I need to give these guys time to turn their stuff around, especially if you're in a B main. Because, you know, a lot of times if you're in a B main, you've had a bad night. You've had a, a blown out. You've had, you know, you got a fender rubbing. you got something that's going on. You need to address it. And to go straight from your heat race number four straight to a B main. It's a little tough. So, so we're gonna so, so what you're thinking, if if this kind of an event were held at say Oakshade, uh on a Saturday when the trucks were not scheduled at Fremont, maybe ooh, wow, with Oakshade's normal super stock count, sixty sixty five cars could be a possibility. Sure. I mean you guys get like sixty plus just for the spectacular. Like you know, uh, we start reaching out and start talking with people. I mean, we got... I think the purse also helped, too. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, we got 1250 to win here, like, on a whim. That's crazy. Like, like off of a... You know, people started believing in this thing a couple of weeks ago. Like, it was, it was just like, yeah, you bring the stock cars over. And then they start... You know, the, the people that are involved, they're, they're not stupid. They... They pay attention. They look at social medias. They, they see all this stuff. You won't know that they're there, but they're there. And they see the chatter that's going on. They see the, the 16,000 people that, sh that see these posts and stuff like that. They, they see the 400 shares. They see all that. And they're like, all right, I, I believe in this event. I, I <laughs> like, and it, truthfully and honest, like, it really should work. So... You know, I don't see why it wouldn't work over at Oakshade too. Right. Well, let's let's get this one under our belts first and, and see what happens from there. You want to uh, give a shout out to all the sponsors that that have uh, helped out make help make this such a, a big event. 
Hold on, I gotta get a drink because that that's a list, man. I gotta get a drink. <laughs> All right. So first and foremost, we got to thank Fremont Speedway for their opportunity of doing this just because, you know, they, that's a sprint car track. And usually the, the trucks are like play second fiddle. But here in the past, especially this season, the trucks have put on a fantastic show most nights. And, you know, uh, we, we thank them for their opportunity at this. Um, secondly, uh, Oakshade Raceway for putting up uh, feature win money to uh, on top of the purse to make it a thousand to win originally which that's really cool. And we really appreciate him for that. And then that, that kind of provoked the Ryan sheets over there at the sheets family farm <laughs> to, to put up some money as well. So that's what made it 1250 um, nice. was nice. that. And then he also decided, uh, they also decided to put up hundred bucks for fast qualifier. Um, uh, earlier or later last night, and earlier today, the Fremont safety crew put up $300 uh, for to a Kier's, uh gift card for the uh, for only safety equipment to the fastest qualifying dirt truck. Um, you know, they're homers. They, they want to see their boys do well. So that's a little motivation. And that provoked uh, Dittman and uh, Hoosier Tire Midwest to put up an H500 tire and 50 bucks for the fastest qualifier on H500s. So that's pretty cool, man. I, I, I dig those kind of things. Um, I would uh, – Ron Miller Race Cars would put up uh... – two towel city tires uh, for any oak shade car uh running those oh that is awesome so that would i would assume that would be uh towel cities on all four corners as well at least three yeah left front don't really matter um <laughs> I'll, i don't have a pen down here but we'll get to that i'll remember thank you ron much do you, appreciated. Want, me, do you want me to bring them saturday uh, if you would please i can do that yeah yeah that'd be great um, in case it's some guy, cause there's some people traveling, man. So it, it could be a guy that's four hours away. That's not going to stroll back to, you know, Lambertville to pick up some tires, you know, I've got um, them. Awesome. That's, that's fantastic. Uh, Casey engineering is paying for the heat races, um, up to six heat races at 50 bucks per heat race. Uh, thank Mark for that, that situation. Uh, Campbell, Campbell family racing is putting up a hundred bucks for the first non a main transfer. So, you know, if they're starting 20, if you were the first one out, you get 100 bucks on top of travel money or whatever they decide to do with that. Uh, Mobile Marine is putting up 100 bucks for the highest finishing B-Main truck. Um, Great Lakes Garage Doors is putting up $100 for the leader of lap 8 and lap 3 because the owner used to race the number 83. Uh, speaking of that, Scott Warner is putting up $57 for the highest finisher outside the top 20 and Oak Shade points and not a prior champion. So uh, he's going to have to keep track of that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Too many variables there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, me and Cody Hicks are putting up 50 bucks each to the highest finishing pavement car. So, you know, who whoever shows up with a pavement car and beats the other ones uh, gets a bonus 100 bucks. Uh, Wagner Improvements is putting up 100 bucks for the hard charger in the A main. Uh, Pearl Zilla is putting up $50 for tough luck. Um, Stucky racing is putting up a, a full clean drum of alcohol. Ooh, the most cool. exciting driver on the track. The, the most they, what? Exciting. Oh boy. Okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's fun that they put that up. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> they they worded it a little differently, and we uh, we had a conversation, and we came up with the word exciting. So, okay. um, we're just we'll just leave it at that. Uh, <laughs> as uh, previously spoke about uh, the helmet dash uh, put up by Jimmy McEwen and Abe's Auto Sales as two hundred to win and fifty bucks for everybody in it. Um, uh, Cam Racing and Get Get Bent Fabrication are putting up a hundred bucks each if a truck wins. And uh, John Young is putting up a hundred bucks if a stock car wins. So, and that's, uh, I would expect there would be some more stuff tomorrow because I got hit with like six things today. You know, and the Australian hitting. pursuit race thing. Yeah. I like, uh, I need to write that down, man. I wish this will be a pretty know. interesting thing for fans too. I mean, it'll be something yeah. different. And the trophy dash is a throwback to the days of the old Fremont Speedway. And, and so would, uh, the Australian pursuit. Right. And Jimmy come up with that. Uh, Jim, Jim, uh, senior, right. he, he come up with that deal. Like, uh, That's he, because he's old. <laughs> yeah. Well, he's older than me. We'll just go with that. But yeah, I, he said he wanted to help. And I said, come up with something that they don't do anymore. And he said something about Australian pursuit. And then this, uh, the helmet dash. I really like the helmet dash. That's a, that's a good time. So, you know, we'll, uh, yeah, we'll uh, go forward, and I'll, I'll talk with the powers that be about the Australian pursuit. Maybe whoever's like the heat winners, maybe whoever uh, doesn't heat. make the uh, the the dash, right? Well, you'll have right. qualifying times, right? But it could be the same guy that wins wins the dash, that wins the pursuit, and all that stuff too. Because we need to have stuff that splits up the action between, you know, like uh, the heat races and the B main sure. or B mains. There could be multiple B mains. So yeah, again, just know. for for those that don't know, every this is all one class. Yeah, one uh, one division uh, all day long. Like, you know, it this could be a uh, an absolute uh, beauty of a day or a shit show, and <laughs> nobody knows yet. Like most of the time at Millstream, it was a it was a nice nice thing. So, you know, um, I, I really I, enjoy. I think it. it's in good hands. Yeah, yeah, the, the, the track does really well at what they do. And the weather's going to be okay. It's going yep. to be a little We'll have cool. Ryan Weekman. He'll uh, give us cool. a forecast uh, coming up here in a little bit. Oh, Dude, right. I, I never look at the weather. Like, I don't care. Like, I just prepare like I'm going to a normal race anyways. Even if they call for 90%, like, I start loading up. I start doing my thing, man. I've been looking at the weather since, like, Saturday. Like, I'm not, <laughs> <laughs> we're good. Yeah, we're good. We're good. So what's up? Uh, What's your prediction? Is it going to be a truck or a stock to win the feature? Uh, we'll say trucks are going to finish uh, first through 14th and <laughs> last the cars uh, four times. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Good answer. Yeah, got to support the trucks. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you got to support those guys. So. Uh, Dan Henning wants to know if there's any time limits. Uh, yeah, we'll be done way before midnight. And um, if, if it comes down to it, I'll pay the 100 bucks. Uh oh! I think Corey has a phone call. Your phone's ringing. Well, I th- I think we're about done, anyways. Are you still there? Um, B Junior just tried to call me. Like of all people. <laughs> what? Bro. Yes, he just tried to call me. He probably wants his cooler back. I still have it from Saturday. <laughs> well, and you got another event. Is that the Sunday the uh, the go kart thing? Yeah, that's that's pretty cool too, man. I 
it just happened to stack up this way. Like this is an accidental thing on Friday. <laughs> the, Sunday thing, the Sunday thing's been planned for a while. Um, that's a that's an open go kart race, like open open. Like bring like a run what you brung. Just make sure it's on slick tires. I don't I don't care. And that also coincides with our fall chug race, um, which you know most everybody knows about that that glorious uh, testicle of racing. So. Um, yeah, so that's that's a six hundred dollar to win show, um, on uh, the open deal, and uh, I, I'm I'm about ninety percent certain that we secured enough funds to uh, make it free for anybody that shows up. Competitors, so show up. You're talking competitors. Yeah. Competitors, uh, fans yeah. will be free no matter what. Yeah. Um, and then uh, free for all competitors. I'm about ninety percent that we're gonna get that. So what times that start uh, on Sunday? That, that'll be a two o'clock race time uh, gates are at noon um so that's gonna be the we're gonna run the the open race which is a uh, 36 laps uh for no particular reason yeah nobody I don't know any trucks that have that number no no not at all and, and then uh we're gonna um, have a, a intermission and we're gonna have trick-or-treating and a costume contest that actually pays money um, and then uh shortly thereafter uh we're gonna um, strap everybody up with their uh uh, apparatuses on their helmets or however they do it. And then we're going to do our normal, uh, fall shenanigans. So, you know, fun stuff. There we go. So, there we go. Drunk people raising go-karts. Yeah. I, I won't be in it this year. Um, I've won the last two. So, uh, let's, let's have a new winner. Um, That's I, because you had quick pit stops. Very much so. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm good at a couple things and, uh, drink as well. <laughs> <laughs> Roddy had a, uh, suggestion for the the Australian Pursuit race there. The first ten Oof. vehicles, Roddy Schroyer. Okay. First ten vehicles not to make the dash run the Australian Pursuit for the fifth starting spot. For the fifth starting spot of the dash of the feature of the feature. Huh. So the feature. I'm sorry, we didn't go, we didn't cover that. So the feature <laughs> is going to be by Dingle Draw, um, which will be determined by so the top two out of every heat. We'll get a redraw spot, and then the top two fastest non-redraw people get a uh, a, re, uh, a redraw also. As long as they finish top five in the heat, normal Fremont rules? Well, it might not be top five. If there's six heats, it's going to be a lot less than that. Like, okay. If there's 60 cars there, we're not going to put 30 into the feature, or 40 even. That, that would That's right. a little counterproductive. So, um you know, depending upon car count is where that, that line is going to move. Okay. So we'll definitely do the, the top two to redraw, which, you know, if there's six heats, that's 12. So which which is back to the way that things used to be where you got bingo ball one through 12 for a redraw. Okay. Which kind of, but it was awesome sometimes because, you know, Sean or, you know, somebody fast would draw 12. You're like, man, I got a chance tonight, dude. So, you know. All right. Well, you can figure like, it out. You'll figure it out, I'm sure. Yep. All right, man. We'll, we're going to let you go here. Good luck uh, with everything, and we'll see you out there uh, tomorrow evening. Fantastic, man. Can't wait to see you. Keep on listening. Ryan Weekman's going to give us the weather report. There you go. Oh, better be nice. <laughs> we'll see you, Corey. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, buddy. Oh, by the way. Oh, oh he, he's still if, there. No, he just left. Uh, yeah. If, he's, if, if Corey's still listening, the uh, front clip is glued back on the eight truck. Wow. 
Still had working to, on had, that from the, the throttle stuck uh, wall hit. From the RJ crash, yep. yeah. Uh, a little bit of racing news uh, before we get to our uh, Big D's uh, pizza giveaway here. How many? And I think you have an idea what the uh, how many for this week might be. If not, I'm stay pretty tuned. sure I do. Uh, the National Motorsports Appeals Panel on Thursday amended, uh, this was last Thursday, not today, uh, the September penalty to NASCAR Cup Series driver William Byron for his intentional contact with Denny Hamlin under caution at Texas Motor Speedway, which sent the number 11 Joe Gibbs racing driver spinning into the infield now out of the top five. Byron will now be issued a $1,000 fine with no championship point deduction. Uh, he was initially docked 25 driver points and 25 owner points along with a $50,000 fine. What do you what do you think about that? I think the points are more yeah. significant especially with the playoffs. Um cuz that could have swung things around a little bit. I don't know. If I was Denny, I wouldn't be happy. And I don't think he is. But Denny rarely is happy it seems. At least recently. He's had a rough year. NASCAR had a uh, meeting with drivers last uh, Friday uh, where they could express their concerns with safety issues, and uh, it sounds like uh, there's going to be some changes made to the rear of the car because that's, I guess, where most of these concussions are happening, where they back into the wall because the back's so rigid. Yeah, your brain's going back of your head or something. So uh, they're going to soften some parts in the back to try and absorb some of that impact for next year. Airbags for the rear bumper. Well, I don't think that's it, but uh, something. Uh, Race Team Alliance uh, collection of uh, the most powerful teams in NASCAR met with the reporters also on Friday last week, uh, claiming the economic model is broken for NASCAR and has no chance of sustainability. Jeff Gordon stated that Hendrick Motorsports has not had a profitable season in years and will lose money again in 2022. In June, the uh, Race Team Alliance gave NASCAR a seven-point plan on a new revenue-sharing model. NASCAR finally responded to it last week with a counteroffer. It only took them a few months there. With a minimal increase in revenue and a focus on cost-cutting, sounds like the only uh, cost left to cut would be uh, lead to layoffs. Uh, uh, currently, teams uh, only get 7% of TV revenue, and that's according to the RTA. NASCAR says that's right. a little misleading but I didn't see any other details on how that's misleading. But uh, uh, it was noted that in Formula One, the revenue is split 50-50 between Ooh. teams and series ownership. So. 50-50 is a lot better than 7%, seven, seven percent, 93. 93. Yeah. Uh, Cole Custer and his uh, Stuart Haas racing team have been penalized by NASCAR officials following on-track actions during Sunday's NASCAR Cup Series race at Charlotte Motor Speedway's road course. The team was penalized under uh, Section 5 of the NASCAR rulebook, which requires competitors to race at 100% of their ability and take uh, and takes action against uh, competitors who intended to artificially alter the race's finishing positions. Custer and crew chief Michael Shiplett uh, were fined $100,000, along with Shiplett being suspended indefinitely. Um... Along with the fine, Custer lost fifty driver and owner points. Did you did you see this uh, that's, deal? That's significant, yeah. Scott. On the final lap of the uh, Bank of America four hundred on Sunday, Custer appeared to slow down and impede multiple cars behind him, allowing teammate Chase Briscoe to gain valuable positions. Briscoe advanced to the uh, round of eight after finishing ninth, two points over defending Cup Series champion Kyle Larson. 
Uh, Stuart Haas Racing will appeal the penalties. The team released a statement denying any wrongdoing in response to the penalties levied against driver Cole Custer and uh, crew chief Mike Shiplett, and apparently Tony Stewart's pretty pissed off at NASCAR. But uh, if you heard, did you hear the radio? I didn't. For that, the crew chief is telling him, I think you got a tire going down. You better slow down while he's on the backstretch. So how could the crew chief know he's got a tire going down if he's on the back? Well, maybe, they, maybe they've got those little inflation monitors like all well, the like new cars the, do. Oh, yeah. mine's, mine, mine's on all the time now because the battery's died in. Yeah. Maybe the battery died in it. There you go. The TPM, tire pressure monitor yeah. things. So. Anywho, uh, right. Hendrick, Hendrick Motorsports uh, driver Alex Bowman will miss the next three races again. Uh, uh, next three races in NASCAR uh, Cup Series season as he continues to recover from his concussion. Noah Gregson will continue to substitute for Bowman. Bowman. So. And I guess there's going to be a press conference on Saturday at Las Vegas. Really? Which is a hometown of Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch is going to be uh, giving a press conference because Tyler Reddick, I didn't have that in my notes, but I, there's rumors at this point. Nothing's been, I didn't add it to my notes because it hasn't been substantiated uh, that uh, um, Reddick has been, his uh, contract for next year has been bought out so he can move to 2311. Right. Because originally he's going to move in. The following year, twenty twenty four, and well, he and had nobody, one more year nobody left. really thought that was going to happen, Scott. Yeah. So, well, the rumor is that that's that he's going to be moving next year, but nothing official yet. But I'm guessing something on Saturday at eleven a.m. may yeah. uh, may uh, change that. And I don't know if that's eleven a.m. Las Vegas time or Eastern time. So, um, anyways, how many uh, this week a chance to win a Big D's Pizza? Actually, first let's go to last week. Was how many Arkham Menard Series cars would be at Toledo? And uh, how many All-Stars at Fremont on Saturday? And the, the number was? The number was 24 or 25. 24 actually started, but I thought I saw 25. One guy did not start at Toledo in the ARCA race. So I would have accepted two numbers. Really? No, only one person came close anyways. But uh, there were 39 cars at Fremont, so that's a total of 63 64, if you include that guy that did not start in the Toledo race. And nobody picked 64. One person picked 63. That was Matt Swander. Really? So congratulations to Matt Swander. And he sent me a message a little bit ago and said that if he won, I don't know how he knows this, uh, please tell Dean to donate it. So I'm guessing he would like that to go to first responders again. So Matt Swander, congratulations. He got 63 right on. I picked 60. You were like at 56. Thank you, Matt, for that. Yeah. You were more pessimistic. Last week. I was. I don't know why. So so that means I get to pick first for this week, which uh, this week's how many in a chance to win a Big D's pizza. How many competitors will be at uh, Fremont tomorrow night, Friday night, for the Stocktober showdown? Cars coming from four or five hours away, Scott. Total total number of competitors. Trucks, yep. cars, super stocks, Sandusky stocks, factory stocks, four-hour away stocks. A- anybody that would be legal at Oakshade raceway with their super stocks yeah or they can change uh whatever they need change as long as they fit the oak shade rules to uh, run with the stocks and the dirt trucks are going to stick with the fremont dirt truck rules so uh yeah it'll be interesting to see how that works out so total number uh you're stalling if, scott i am and i'm seeing a wide range of uh, numbers here scott? 72 to 38 uh well he said 60 
I think he might be a little optimistic. I'm going 51. 51 is my number, total cars. I think he or was total per- competitive. I think he was pretty accurate you with the so? 60, so I'm going with 52. That's, that's I figured you'd do that. <laughs> so if you'd want a chance to win a Big D's pizza, put your guess in the comments of our Facebook Live or YouTube Live, and uh, we will tally them up uh, next week and figure out who's going to win that Big D's pizza. Um, you have until, uh, we'll say, 4 o'clock when gates open tomorrow. So if you're listening to this uh, Friday morning on the podcast, Apple Podcast, whatever, you can still head on over to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash Report, or go to hammerdownracingreport.com, and you get links to everywhere there. Uh, find the uh, the video broadcast, and you put your guests in the comments. As long as you do it before 4 o'clock, you are entered. We, uh, we, we will watch the times in case you... Uh... Yeah, there's a timestamp when you uh, right. when you put it in there, so I can see when it is. And if you go and edit it, then you're just you get the then black you, flag. Then you get the black flag back over there, off out of camera range. Uh, but it is over there, and we'll use it. Um, so this weekend's Big D's Pizza Racing Menu, one show for you locally. Guess Fremont, what that is? Fremont Speedway. Yeah, there you go. We've been talking about it all night. Fremont Speedway. Stocktober Showdown to Oakshade Dominator Super Stocks, plus the Sandusky Stock Cars, plus the Toledo Flat Rock Factory Stock Cars, plus any other stock cars that uh, fit the uh, Oakshade Dominator Super Stock rules. Versus? The Dirt Trucks. Oh, I still have 1,000 to win. I didn't even update that. Twelve fifty to win, plus a ton of bonus uh, money available. 170 to start, I think. For that, I don't. We didn't mention that. I think it's 170 if you yeah. make the uh, the feature. Gates open to four racing at 7:30. General mission just uh, 10 bucks, and uh, pit passes are only 20 bucks. So that's cool. a good deal. Yeah, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Probably dress warm. Probably, but uh, yeah, we'll let uh, Ryan talk about that in just a minute. Before that, uh, some other series in action this weekend. Um. Uh, the world of outlaw NASA and things are winding down. All stars really? are done, so there's not much going on. Uh, world of outlaw NASA energy drink sprint cars are at I 80 Speedway in Nebraska on Friday, Lakeside Speedway in Kansas on Saturday. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series wraps up their season with the 42nd annual Dirt Track World Championship at Portsmouth Raceway Park in uh, Portsmouth, Ohio on Friday and Saturday. Xfinity Series uh, is in action at Las Vegas Motor Speedway on Saturday. October 15th, 3 o'clock on NBC for the Alsco Uniform 302 at Las Vegas. Uh, Cup Series South Point 400 at Las Vegas Speedway on Sunday. That'll be at 2.30 on NBC. And uh, that's about it for this weekend. So let's check out Ryan Weekman and uh, find out what that weather is going to be like for uh, Fremont tomorrow night. Here is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm meteorologist Ryan Weekman. It's a short list for races this time around here over at Fremont Friday night, Shocktober showdown. Look for it to be a chilly one. Temperatures in the afternoon will get up near 60 degrees, but into the evening, quickly falling back down into the 40s. Could be some late evening showers. I'm talking probably after midnight, so it should be okay for racing. Just something to be aware of to start off our early weekend plans. I'm meteorologist Ryan Weekman. Have a great weekend. So we should be good. Just Thanks, warm, Ryan. Like you said. Uh, we did have a uh, Hammerdown Hotline uh, text from actually a couple weeks ago. We didn't uh, get to it last week, but uh, we'll do that uh, this week. If you would like to call or text the Hammerdown Hotline anytime, day or night, Anything about racing? 419-318-3081. It's 419-318-3081. Call or text it 
anytime, day or night. Um, this uh, latest one, and I'm going to throw this to you because I don't know the answers to any of these. I haven't heard anything, and you may not have. Um, and they're very, uh, very uh, open-ended, I guess, here. Nothing specific. Uh, what silly season rumors are you hearing about? Is there a possibility that a local track owner was approached about selling and said owner mentioned a price? And did a possible buyer put down a payment on said track? I don't. I haven't heard anything. No, I, I've heard nothing. Okay. So I don't know. Other than rumors, and yeah. I don't believe the rumors. So, yeah. So I got. Uh, I haven't heard any uh, silly season rumors, at least locally, and nothing about any tracks. Any? Have you heard anything about uh, Millstream? Pretty much same same status yeah, pretty quo much there. The same. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I think they've run a couple of practice sessions to just to possibly keep their license intact. <sighs> It'd be fun to race there. Maybe it this, would. This, it uh, really would. I didn't even notice Ryan Weekman said Shocktober instead of Stocktober. <laughs> Well, but it's it's it, Halloween, so it could yeah. be Shocktober. It would be nice if, uh, you know, maybe this uh, Stocktober deal gets going. We have a race at Millstream, make a series or something. Ooh. Yeah. Yes. I'll have to talk to the powers that be about that. Maybe that'll light a fire under their butt. Yeah. Probably not, but it's worth a, worth a shot. Thanks to associate producer Dave Kemmer, contributors Matt Swander, John Young, Doug Doc, Bob Stazak. Make sure to like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, at Hammer Report, follow us on YouTube, listen to us on your sp- favorite podcasting platform, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. We're on all of them, all 492 of them, give or take a few. Uh, check us out at HammerdownRaceReport.com. Uh, make sure to rate and review us, share us with your friends, and thanks to our sponsors, Oakshade Raceway, Big D's Pizza, Ron Miller Race Cars, Free Stream Photos, Dominator Race Products, Headhunter Barber Studio, and Salon. And uh, thanks again to uh, this week's guests, Cole Duncan, Corey McCoy. And uh, we'll be back in action next uh, Next Thursday, Thursday, 7 o'clock. Yeah. Maybe we'll have a Halloween episode. Ooh. I got a fog machine. We'll have to plug that in. Strobe light. Yeah, yeah. It's scary. Maybe we could borrow Gumby's helmet. He's he's got a a pumpkin that fits over his head. You'll see it Friday. I'm looking forward tomorrow. to it. it. It It's cool. It really is. Are you going to be at Fremont tomorrow night? Yes, I will. All right. Well, if you're at Fremont tomorrow night, we'll see you out there. Uh, if not, get out to some other track that's local to you and support them, and we'll see you back here next week, 7 Ten, o'clock. 10 bucks in the grandstand, 20 bucks in the pits. you got to be there. All right. We'll see you. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report, available on demand on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting platform. Hey there, my name is Michael Laminato and this is Pit Pass F1, a brand new podcast that'll take you closer to the action of the world's most prestigious motorsport. From Monaco to Miami and Australia to Azerbaijan, Pit Pass F1 is on the ground and has you covered. Esteemed F1 journalists Julianne Serasoli and Chris Medland will take you inside the sport every round. They'll keep you up to date with the latest news breaking in Formula One and the most influential views shaping the world of Grand Prix racing. Every Friday, we'll be bringing you a track guide and race preview, and Chris and Drew will be in your feed every morning from Saturday through to Monday to keep you up to date on all the day's action on and off the track. 
So if you want to be in the know on the latest in Formula One, subscribe wherever you get your favourite podcasts and visit us at evergreenpodcasts.com. Pit Pass F1, a brand new show for Evergreen Podcasts. <laughs>